0: I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today we are going to be talking about suffering, Um, just mourning, loss, all that kind of stuff, Um, the difference between that and how you can transform your suffering um, instead of transferring it. So yeah, let's get into it. It's been a crazy week. It's been very busy for me. Uh, this January in general, 2020 has been jam packed with a bunch of things going on um, disasters, tragedies, um, and it causes a lot of suffering. I mean, just like the fires in Australia, this virus that's going around that everyone's freaking out about, which, um, you know, we should become more aware of what exactly it is and not just become hysterical like. Um, you know, a lot of people are, but another thing that happened um, was that Kobe Bryant passed away, and it's huge for me as a, a basketball fan growing up. Um, still am. Uh, Kobe Bryant was somebody. Whether you were rude, a Laker fan or not, you couldn't help but admire that he was great at what he did. And whether you were again if you were going against him, you hated him, but you know you couldn't help but be. In awe of his resilience and how great he was and how much of a great basketball player he was. What I didn't know growing up was that he was also um, a great a Catholic. After, you know, the all his incidents that happened with his marriage and all his allegations and things that he went through. Um, that he probably did. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know this the full story. Um, but I know that there's a big reconciliation that happened between him and his wife and um, ever since that moment, he has become, from what I've heard, was um, a renewed Catholic and, uh, you know, re- got, became closer to his faith that way um, through doing spiritual direction throughout that time. And yeah, what an inspiration. But this entire year, I mean, I'll get back into Kobe, but um, uh, this entire year has been full of a lot of hardships for people. It's been busy for me, um, just at work, we went to the March for Life, came back and I had a concert to do, and so this is why uh, the podcast is probably going to be going up a little late, just kind of been overworked, so apologies for that, but next episode has already been filmed, so stay tuned for that. Um, But, like I said, there's been a lot of things going on, hardships left and right, tragedies left and right um and people are like i don't like how 2020 is starting yeah 2020 has been off to a rough start um yeah there has been a lot of hardships and and suffering but there's a way to make this suffering worth our while and not just letting it bog us down and turn us into a depression we are people of faith we're people of hope um, and, and suffering is part of our faith. There's people out there being persecuted for being Christian, and they suffer the most. I mean, they suffer much more than we do. One thing that I have learned so much about suffering lately is that suffering that isn't transformed is transferred. Suffering that isn't transformed is transferred so what does that mean uh, for example how you are affected by your family is the heart hurts that you have from your family if you don't you know come to reconcile with those with those hardships and those things that hurt you when you're younger or when your parents hurt you when you're younger you you or your parents will transfer that to your the children say your parents you know were affected by the way they were raised by their parents by your grandfra- grandparents they get hurt somehow and they never really reconcile and that that hurt stays with them then it affects how they raise you and they transfer that hurt to you in some subliminal way, something small, not on purpose but just because they were hurt they Take that hurt, that suffering, that, and transfer it to you, and then you then are also hurt by that, whatever whatever it may be, whether small or big, and then you can either transfer that, uh, transform that, or also transfer that to another person, innocent party. Transforming that pain, that suffering. Is I think the first step is one, maybe reconciliation. And if you can't get that reconciliation between the person who where that hurts come from, or just about that situation in general, maybe going through a spiritual direction, if you can't get to those terms, it's trying to unite that suffering with our Lord, carrying the cross. In a few weeks we'll be entering um Lent and Lent's a great time to be understanding the sufferings that we go through, the Lord is suffering with us. It can be easier said than done, but hardships are going to be hard. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be called hardships, right? Suffering is going to suck. It's going to hurt. Otherwise, it wouldn't be called suffering. The fact still remains that suffering is going to suck. But what helps us get to that point of, well, the reconciliation or transforming that suffering is when we're able to face it on and when we're able to unite that suffering with our Lord. Understand, like, Lord, I am in pain. I am in, My heart is hurting. But glory to you, O Lord, for that means I am alive. You will help me get through this. Lord, help me get through this. Because without you, this suffering is just suffering. Suffering is just pain. And it will be transferred without you. But with you, Lord, it can be transformed. It's a prayer that you can say, it can be along those lines. There's more to it, surely. Before we go forward Let's go back to Kobe Why did Kobe Kobe Bryant An 18 year old Kid Who went into the NBA A man who spent Much more time in the NBA Than he did The life before the NBA If you think about it He spent most of it Like f- Almost 49% of his life Cause he died at 41 He joined the NBA At 18 He left at 38 He only spent 21 years outside of the NBA and 20 years in the NBA. But why did he, this basketball player, have such an effect on the whole world? Philippines, China, everywhere you've seen the basketball in the world stopped for a moment. I remember when we heard it. We were on we were in DC still. We were actually with my I was group with a group of my teens heading back to our hotel room to grab our bags and get ready f- to leave for the airport to head back home to Florida. And one of my teens says, "Yo, Kobe just died." I'm like, "No way." No way. We we're just like we we're all like having a good time, having fun, like joking and stuff, and then he like comes out with that news. I'm like, "No way." It was like 2 minutes had passed since the article had been posted. I'm like, "What?" And so then we kept looking and then the more you were refreshed, the more and more news came out. How Kobe had, was on a helicopter and had crashed. More and more sources came out. And then eventually law enforcement confirmed. And there was a dead, we were the only ones in the, in the train car that we were in. And a silence, a dead silence um, came upon all of us who were in that train. Not everybody in that train, not every one of my teens were, were a sports fan or a basketball fan or were a Laker fan or a Kobe fan, but they were just a person. They were people who cared about people. And yes, Kobe was well known. Kobe was very um, inspiring to a lot of athletes, whether you played basketball or not. And then, this past week or so, you can tell his impact on every person that he met, whether in a passing moment or in a in a long re- long term relationship, mentorship, whatever the case. Every person he touched was affected in a very positive way. So why did we mourn? Well, I think it's because if you notice, if you don't know. He was on this rise in his post-career, post-basketball career, in his new career as a father. Oh, well, I mean, he was always a father. He was a great father, but, you know, full-time father. But also, he was writing books. He was a CEO for some companies. He was going to be um, um, a film producing. He was going to get into that. And his career was on this, his second career was on the rise. And a tragic accident happened. Not only did he, later on, we found out that Gigi passed away, Gianna Bryant, his daughter, um, and her teammates, and a couple of their parents, and a pilot, and one of the coaches. All nine lives mattered. All those names, not only Kobe and Gianna's, mattered. At one point we were on um, at the uh, we were at the World War II Memorial at um d c at some point where you see all the names and i I had just kind of like th- think about it as we were looking at all these names, it kind of flashed me back to kind of what happened at the uh, Avengers end game when they had all the names on the on those pillars in San Francisco and Scott Lang saw all the names and he saw himself. To us, those were just a bunch of names. And I said to them, I was like, but... To somebody, to a lot of people, to each person on this wall... Had a family, and they meant everything to their family. We see a name. But some people will come here and see their brother, their sister, their son, their daughter... The great grandfather, the great grandmother, but all we see is a name. And as we were like celebrating the march for life, you know, we're, we're, yeah, the main reason for the march is, is um, ending abortion. But we also focus on the other sides that all life matters, not just euthanasia, not just um, the death death row. Not just abortion, but every life, every person that was there, that was breathing, that was alive, you matter too. And after celebrating this and, fi- and making a stand for life, I think that's why it hit so hard for the group that I was with. Is that, wow, life is so fragile. Even people who seem to could be immortal can pass away. Again, I wasn't a big Kobe fan growing up, but I love seeing. Um, I was a big Heat fan, and I loved seeing Dwayne Wade and Kobe go against go against each other. It was always a fun, fun, fun like matchup. Just like LeBron versus Dwayne, um, it was it was always great to see them. And I think my favorite Kobe moment was when he hit that game winner over Dwayne on the top of the key bank shot three. Kobe did say it was the luckiest shot of his life, but. You know, um, probably my favorite play. Most heartbreaking play for me, for us as Heat fans, but not one of the most. But like, you know, it was heartbreaking to see the lose to that shot. But Kobe does what Kobe does, you know. I don't think you have to be a fan of the sport or a fan of the person to understand that the person matters. And to suffer for their loss. I don't think you gotta know anything about anybody to suffer their loss, knowing them adds to the suffering, but we should we should be sad when any of this kind of tragedy happens to anybody, not just people with big names, or people we know. Now the topic of the podcast is supposed to be about suffering. I had written this down when I was planning out my my podcast for the, for the uh, year or for the season. Um, and I knew this when I wanted to talk about suffering because I was planning on talking about suffering with my teens. And I started doing that. And uh, yeah, then this happened. So like I said earlier, suffering, even the loss of a person, mourning the loss of a person, obviously is a little bit different. You can't just get over that or transform that. Sometimes you do have to just mourn. You do just have to grieve. Celebrate their life, and eventually, it won't pass. the The memory of them won't ever leave. But you'll come to the grips that wherever they are, they are being taken care of. What gives me comfort? What gives me comfort about Kobe being passed away was that I have a friend in California um, who. I was just there for his wedding at the beginning of the year. Um, at his old parish where he used to work, his supervisor saw his old supervisor saw Kobe and his daughter Gianna at Mass at seven thirty that morning before the helicopter crash. So at least them at least it brings me peace to know that the day they both passed away, they both received Christ in the Eucharist. And I know I have some of my friends out there that are listening that are not Catholic. But as Catholics, we believe that Christ is truly present in this blessed sacrament. And that is the pinnacle of our faith, is the Eucharist. It's not just some resemblance, some, some figure, uh, figurative stuff. That, that, but that, that piece of bread that we receive every weekend is quite literally Christ the Lord. We can, if you want to talk about this, and we can, we can. This is a side branch. Go ahead and and uh, send me a a DM. Um, but if anything, read John six if you have questions about it. Bread of Life discourse. Read all of John six. People left, and Christ still didn't change his mind. So, if you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use the microphone on your phone, record a voicemail, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money off for your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. So hearing that Kobe was able to receive Christ to know that he had such a strong faith was something that was super comforting for me um and for the teens that I shared that with. More and more information came out about and stories about how Kobe would be seen at daily mass quite often at different parishes in California. Um and it's it's a shame that, you know, we never really got to um that wasn't as public as information uh, for a lot of people, people don't even know. People just know that he was a Christian, and that's that. Um, not that he was hiding it, but you know, he would be at mass every morning, or at least as much as he could. He taught us a lot about perseverance, about keep on going even when the pain gets too hard. The man ruptured his Achilles, stood back up on his own will, shot two free throws, and walked to the locker with a torn Achilles by himself. If that's not resilience and perseverance, and we can't, if we can't look at that and see, man, we need to be able to do that, when we're knocked down, when the devil is trying to beat us to the ground, still get up, knock those two free throws down, and walk out yourself. If you can't do that in your spiritual life, um... If he didn't teach you that about resilience, let that be known now. Now, Kobe was not the perfect man. The perfect Christian, the perfect Catholic, the perfect basketball player. But he damn well accomplished a lot. Was a great father. And he worked his butt off to accomplish all that he could. By the looks of everybody that knew him, he was a great person to just know. There was one time, there was a moment where somebody asked Phil Jackson, who, both, who coached both Michael Jordan and, and Kobe Bryant, and they asked him, what is the difference between Michael and Kobe? And Phil said, Michael was a competitor. They are both competitors on the court, vicious, same level, same level. But off-court, Michael was still the same. wanted to beat you in everything that he could. While Kobe saw you as a person. Not that he didn't forget about that on the court, but he treated you with, like, the most dignity and respect that every person deserves. And those words are not exact... So don't quote me on it. But Phil spoke about how he saw every person with love and respect. Not to say that Michael didn't. But it was more obvious with uh, Kobe, apparently. So to answer the question why it hurt so much for us as fans to see Kobe pass, I think it's because we saw How great not only he was on the court, but also how great he was off the court. All the things that he was accomplishing, the things that he represented, that he stood up for. He was showing young men how to be good fathers. How to be selfless. And he had another career coming up in the NBA. I mean, outside of the NBA. And to see that cut so short and just being able to think what he was going to be able to do with his new career and seeing that be cut short, I think that's what hurts us the most. To see such beautiful potential be taken in a way. I think that's why we hurt. Because we saw a role model, we saw somebody who was going to be doing great things, who was doing great things and was going to continue to do great things. Leave us. Maybe it seems a little bit selfish because we should really rejoice knowing that he received Christ, that they they both the Gianna and his Gianna and him both received Christ the day the day of their death. We should be rejoicing, you know? Now, I don't know about the other families, but, you know, still at the same time, I'm sure they'll be united with Christ in heaven as well. But it hurts. And it will hurt. And it will continue to hurt. But it would be a shame if we just let that be hurt and not to honor their name and so as ridiculous as it seems all these people doing these little tributes to kobe whether they're in the nba or not um it's one thing if you're in the nba when you're not in the nba what does your your um you know your tribute even it's just for yourself sometimes it seems like but no kobe lived a mindset that was very strong Perseverance, that spoke about perseverance, consistency, hard work, and compassion. And I think the way that we attribute this man and all those who were on that helicopter that day is to live out those virtues continuously. to Continue to fight when bogged down. To love when it hurts to love. To, to persevere in every moment of adversity. Emotional or physical. Doesn't mean we can't have our bad days or have our moments. But through it all, we know that we can get through it. With Christ, with one another. We'll get through it. And so, to honor these beautiful names who passed away, let us just list them right now. To Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, John Altabali, Alyssa Altabali, Carrie Altabali, Christina Mosser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ira Zobayan, may you all rest in peace. Every single one of you were somebody's everything. We suffer with them, we mourn with you. We take our sufferings and we unite them with the Lord. We pray that this brings you closer to the Lord than away for all those who are suffering as Kobe would have loved it. There's so much more to say about suffering and we'll we'll, we'll tackle it again on another later date but the most important thing to take away from this about the topic of suffering right now would be that suffering that isn't transformed is will be transferred. So transform your suffering, unite it with the cross. Understand that you're walking like you're not just walking up Calvary by yourself. Lord is the Lord is walking with you, carrying his cross. Look. I didn't plan for the podcast to kind of go the way that it did today, but I felt like it was the only way To uh, unite the two things. Though I think mourning and suffering. Are kind of two separate ideas. Today we can put them together. (laughs) We'll talk about suffering more on a later date. But. Let us mourn. Let us pray. Let us remember Kobe. Gianna. And all the others who passed away. Hugged your loved ones. Life is so short. That's one of the beautiful things that has come from, came from this uh, incident, this accident. Is that it's kind of had people wake up and realize that if it could happen to Kobe, it can happen to anyone at any time. I mean, that was true before then, but it's, it just has helped... People realize that even more so today i mean the these past few days than it has um, ever before. I want to end with something that um a quote that Kobe shared he has a lot of great words of wisdom, but this is one of my fur- favorite things he kept saying. Have a good time. Life is too short to be bogged down and be discouraged. You have to keep moving. You have to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other, smile, and just keep on rolling. I know these weren't his last words, but man, what a great message to leave behind for a a world that is grieving for his loss. He reminds us, in this quote, to continue to go forward. Keep your head up and persevere. So rejoice, because he probably is reunited with the Lord right now. And so are the rest of them. Hopefully. So yes, mourn for now. With the honor, Kobe, put your head back up and keep on going keep on fighting in honor of all of them keep on fighting again I'm sorry for the somber tone of the podcast suffering and mourning are hard but I think it's a good thing to talk about to kind of digest together there's a beautiful article that um, my young adult leader um young adult group leader rachel bowman shared on ward on fire and i'm going go on, she 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 wrote it so i'm going to go ahead and link that in the in the um show description and please take some time to read it it's a beautifully written article about kobe and his life and his legacy and and, and things that um he leaves us with the three things that he leaves us with um give us some time keep on praying I'm praying for you, I'm praying for all of us, but yeah, keep on rolling. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review if you get a chance, um, a few comments, a few sentences would help, if you, just need a, if you can only rate it, please do. Listening on Spotify, Google, or wherever else, make sure you're following and subscribe so that you can get updates of whenever I'm posting an episode. Um, like I said, it's usually on Monday, but today it's being probably posted a little later. Um, so apologies for that, but you know, life gets ahead of me, and I have a vo- I have a job before I have this. It's a hobby, you know. So uh, bear with me, and I appreciate your your um, your understanding. Um, if you want to follow us on instagram you can follow the podcast at, at living ardently and you can follow me at it's only adrian that's my personal account you can send us any direct messages and questions that you want to answered at um our later date q a which will be happening two episodes from now so go ahead and do that if you always want to talk about kobe <laughs> send me a message or if you want to talk about anything in general send me a direct message i love doing it that way and we'll, get, we'll get talking, whether it's in the Living Ardently or It's Only Adrian account. I'll take anything. If you don't have social media, uh, we're also on Facebook, by the way. If you go on Living Ardently Pod, I think. If you just look Living Ardently on Facebook, you should find us on there. If not, try Living Ardently Podcast somewhere there. I'm there. So if you want to contact us but don't have social media, you can s- simply just send us an email at livingardentlypod at gmail.com so bod at gmail.com so go send us some emails if you want to send us some Q&As um, questions or anything you just want to discuss send them that way you can also check out the blog site which is at uh, uh, word blog, wordpress.com. Um I'm going to be updating that soon hopefully I keep saying that but now that everything's kind of settling down I'll have more time um, but yeah I think that's all I got tune in next week for uh, my second instagram friend of the month my ig friend of the month and it's gonna be with koji de ramos he's gonna be coming back he's gonna be our first uh returning guest so that's exciting we're gonna be talking about him the culture project and their podcast that they have up now if you want to get a sneak peek of that go check it out go to uh go to the culture project pod on spotify don't know if it's on apple yet but go check it out if it is so yeah Thanks for listening. I hope this helps in some way, shape, or form. Um, And you know what? We're going to end this on a silent note with 24 seconds of silence in honor of Kobe. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Until then, keep living artly. Peace.